Welcome to the Call to Build podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Morgan Jackson, and here we're going to be discussing how to build the kingdom of God, tell people about Jesus, and love the world through the way God has made each of us individually unique to build His kingdom. We cannot do this without you. Let's get building. first episode, I just want to share a little bit about me and about my background and how I ended up coming to this place where I started this podcast about calling and wanting to build God's kingdom. It's not been a simple or straight path by any means, and I don't want to give you the wrong impression that I have somehow arrived in any way because I haven't. I'm still really trusting God a little bit at a time not really knowing in which direction always to go. And I guess that's the first thing that I just want to share with you is that we can't do our calling without God. God wants us to do things in faith. In fact, it's impossible to please him without it. And so that's what we do. The fact is that a lot of times we can have our calling shift and change. Different seasons will come into our lives and there may be an underlying theme that whole time or a driving factor that you feel deep in your heart, but it might not be the season for that thing to come to life yet. I was just reading this morning in God's word about there's an appointed time for everything. And even though it may seem slow, it's not to God. He knows exactly when things are supposed to happen. And there's no point in rushing things. Believe me, I have definitely tried. And we're going to have a whole episode about seasons and what we can do in and through them. But for me, I had felt a call back in 2003 when I was living overseas working with Youth for Christ. I lived in Northern Ireland and I was doing just office work one day when I started listening to Beth Moore. You guys, I'm sure most of you know and love her. And I was inspired by her teaching and the clarity of it. And I don't know what it was, but something about her made me want to do what she did. I know I'm not the first and I know I won't be the last, but that was sort of the trajectory that I went on. I wanted to become like Beth Moore. Now I know I'm not Beth Moore and I know I will never be like Beth Moore. And actually that whole vision has definitely shifted and changed And I hope to share a lot about that with you as the days progress in this podcast. But it was a starting point for me. And I wanted to speak and I wanted to teach and I wanted to write. And I had no idea how to do any of those things. And so for years and years, it just kind of sat in the back of my head as life goes on as it does. So I'll fast forward all the way to 2010. My husband and I had had a baby and we were living in California at the time when friends of his asked us to be a part of a church plant they were planning in Denver, Colorado. So we packed up our family and we moved there. But it probably wasn't the best decision that I could have made at the time. I was suffering from postpartum depression and I didn't even realize it yet. I just thought I was a horrible wife and a horrible mother who wasn't good at either. As we moved to Denver, I was very isolated because we didn't know too many people there and I didn't have a car. 
and as a stay-at-home mom, I felt trapped. So I decided I'm going to start a blog. Did I know how to start a blog? No, I didn't. But I do what I always do and just research and research and research some more. And so I started one, and it was called Eastside Morgan. If you guys have been following me since Eastside Morgan days, you get a little whoop whoop. <laughs> and the name of that blog was named after my middle name and my husband's middle name. I decided to start putting things up, things that other people were doing. And so I put up fashion posts, which I knew nothing about. I put up posts about how to thrift store shop, which I knew nothing about. And I even made YouTube tutorials about makeup and how to cut your bangs, which in case you were wondering, I knew nothing about. So I dabbled in this and that, shot a million arrows, and they all hit nothing. So little by little, I started to narrow down what I talked about and realized that talking about what other people were talking about just because it was popular didn't mean it was something I should be talking about. But even that kind of melted away after a while because all I could deal with was my depression. Put up any more fronts of being good at crafting when I was struggling so deeply under the weight of the crushing of feeling so isolated and broken. So I started instead to blog about my depression and what it felt like and the things that I was going through. The posts that I did share publicly, people were very encouraging and supportive and awesome about. But there were a lot of posts that I just had to keep to myself. I grew up in a Christian home. I became a Christian when I was six. And serving and doing the right thing was a huge part of my identity. And now it felt like I had a bunch of great answers, right answers, in my head and in my heart. But for some reason, there was this disconnect for me and they didn't seem to work. That is a whole other story that we could talk about. And in fact, I wrote a book about it. It's called The Blessing of Being Broken. And it will come out someday. I'll let you know for sure. (laughs) It's in process. But jumping ahead even more, I slowly began to come out of that five or six years of dealing with that depression And eventually, I decided I'm going to narrow it down even more and I'm going to write about faith and the things that God taught me during those years, the deep lessons that he taught. Because I figured if they helped me and changed my life, then maybe it could help other people. I wanted to encourage other women to know who they were and that no matter what they were walking through, they could get back up. And so that is what I did, and I kept doing it. And then eventually I got on Instagram, and then Instagram became my main ministry spot. So I would post daily, sometimes twice a day, and we built up a little community over there that I have grown to love, and so many people have walked alongside me there for years now. But here's the thing. I didn't always feel excited about what I was called to do, Mostly because I was scared to death, scared of getting it wrong, and scared of being a disappointment to the Lord. I was so scared that I would be self-deceived, that I would think I was called to something, but then that mocking laugh would be in the back of my head saying, who do you think you are? 
I wanted to be brave and I wanted to do things, but there were so many fears that God had to walk me through and help me face in order to move forward and be more bold and brave. Because here's the thing, you can say be strong and courageous and you can say step out in faith, but until you address the things that are holding you back, those underlying causes, you won't know why, but you just will stay in one place, frozen in fear. And that was my situation for so long. There was so much anxiety around moving forward and getting it wrong. Not to mention, what would other people think? Would they be making fun of me? Would they think it's a joke? And on and on. There's always so many reasons not to move forward. But the reason why I wanted to start this podcast is because I've done so much research and God's done so much digging up roots in me that I just want to share it with you guys. That hopefully maybe it will be a little bit quicker and maybe a little less painful for you if I share exactly what he showed me so that you can move into it quicker. Not only that, but I've done so much research on just the practical things of building a platform or starting a sort of business. I don't even want to classify it as that yet. I'm trying to be brave, but you know, all these fears. So that's what I'm going to try to do. I want to talk about comparison and authenticity, about mental health, about judging others, or what about letting our calling become an idol in our lives. There's so many different parts that go into feeling like we're called. And a lot of times we think it's so simple. This is what I'm called to do, but I don't know how to connect those dots. I'm hoping this will be a place where we can do that. As far as the practical side, I want to help in just growing an online community, if that is what your goal is. So growing your Instagram, setting up email marketing. I am no expert by any means, but any information that I have learned along the way, I want to pass on to you. I see it as an investment in what God has given me. When we hear the parable of the talents, this is what he's asking of all of us. Here, have this. Now, what are you going to do with it? I don't want to get to the end of my life, and I know you don't either, saying, but God... I didn't have enough money, but God, I was never a hundred percent sure, but God, everyone was not okay with it. Actually, some people thought it was super weird. God's not going to say, oh, okay, because that's not what he said to the guy in the parable. That guy buried his talent out of fear and he didn't make any returns on his investment and God was upset with him and he didn't give him oh that's that's too bad what did he do he took what he had given him and he gave it to someone who had done something with it listen I don't have to be Beth Moore but I do have to be Ashley and you don't have to be anyone but you do have to be yourself I'm going to be sharing parts of my bible study that I wrote on this very topic by the very same name called to build it's all about Nehemiah and how he felt moved by what he saw, that the wall was disrepaired in Jerusalem, and he was wanting to fix it. Now, he was no expert wall builder, but he went and he asked the king that he worked for, for provisions and for the protection even to get him there. 
And guess what? The king said yes, because it was something that God wanted as well. But he never would have known that the answer was yes if he wasn't willing to step out and ask. And that's where we all are. We need to step into that next thing that God is saying. I have put this in your heart. I have told you for years. I can't tell you yes one more way. You just have to start stepping towards it. And once we start building, it's easy to look at someone else's portion of the wall and think they have it easier. They have better people around them. Look at the tools they have. But other people's portion of the wall is none of our business. He's asking us to build what's right in front of us. And what we have in our hands and who we have around us is exactly what we are supposed to have. We need to do with what we have, what God is asking us to do. It won't be easy. It won't be fast. But we can do it with the help of God. So if you are called to build and you know that you are, no matter what that looks like, I believe you can find something of value in this podcast. From internal struggles to practical outworkings, we're going to cover a lot of topics. And if there's something that you would want to hear, I would really appreciate your feedback. I can't wait to serve you. I can't wait to get to know you. And I'm so thankful to be able to go on this journey with you. Jesus died to give us everything that we would need to build his kingdom. Let's not stop short of everything that he died for us to have. We can do it with his help. We are called to build. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today and listening to the Call to Build podcast. It would be so helpful if you would rate and review this podcast if you enjoyed it and share it with your family and friends so that others can be encouraged in building the kingdom of God in their special and unique way. If you want to take a screenshot of your podcast app and put it up on Instagram stories. Be sure to use hashtag call to build and I'm going to be shouting out others who are building God's kingdom. Thank you for being here. Now let's get building.